practice every day. And we've got all the best brands in one location for you to try out in person, like Paramount heavy-duty mattresses starting at just $10.99. We also carry Sealy, Posturepedic, and Stearns & Foster. So don't buy sight unseen. See it in person at Mattress Max Furniture. Online at MattressMaxFurniture.com. Mattress Max Furniture will save you money. Hi, everybody. I'm Don Munson, and up next is your daily update on what's going on with your Clemson Tigers. But first, this from Clemson Athletics. Hey, Tiger fans, Don Munson here, voice of the Clemson Tigers, and I want you to know there is no better way to support your Tigers than by being a member of IPTE. Membership start at only $60 and provides critical support for our student-athletes to be champions in the classroom and in athletic competition. Be a game changer and visit ClemsonTigers.com slash or call 1-800-CLEMSON to join IPTE today. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to the show. Clemson women's basketball back in action in Little John Coliseum tonight. That'll be at 8 o'clock as they play host to the Yellow Jackets of Georgia Tech. Now, Georgia Tech comes in just 12 and 11 overall in the season. They are 3 and 9 inside ACC play. They've gone 0 and 6 on the road, so Clemson will be trying to keep them from their first road victory in league play. Clemson comes in 13 and 12 overall, and our Women's basketball team is at 4-9 and nine in conference action. Now, earlier this season, Georgia Tech won in Atlanta. 84-75 was the final there. So Clemson will be seeing if they can switch those things around and at least split the series. Game time tonight, 8 o'clock in Little John. Come on out and support Amanda Butler and the women's basketball team. Don't forget, lacrosse will begin its inaugural season this weekend on the Clemson campus. 2.30 will be match time at Historic Riggs Field. So come on out, support Allison Kwolek and uh, the uh, lacrosse team. It's the first ever match, so you get to see a bit of history. You can come on out. Tickets are absolutely free there at Historic Riggs Field. Once again, match time will be at 2.30 on Saturday afternoon. Hope that you can be there to support the Tigers. As always, go Tigers! Needing to rent a mini excavator like a Bobcat E32, a skid steer, or wood chipper? Or maybe a smaller tool like a pressure washer, jackhammer, or a compactor? McNeely's Store and Rental has got you covered. Clemson alumni-owned renting equipment and selling materials for more than 30 years. We also sell septic materials, ADS drainage products, concrete boxes, real stone veneers, and more. With two upstate South Carolina locations in Clemson and West Union, McNeelyStoreandRental.com. Or call Matt for a quote today, 828-553-4338. to the road rage we are back ramona so what's going on at the crispy cream the reese family been doing donuts right since the 60s and anderson and spartanburg they are where you go to get the donuts uh trust me when i tell you that and for all your fundraising needs call the reese family tell me you want to raise money tell them walt sent you 
uh, they'll be glad to hook you up. I mean, what better way to raise money than through Krispy Kreme Donuts? You can if you if you actually want to raise real money, you know, church group, youth group, Hell's Angels, whatever. Uh, you call uh, the Reese family; they will hook you up. I promise you. And and again, they're the home of the New York Super Cheesecake Donut, which to this day is still it's a fact; it's proven. It's a statistical fact around the globe. The uh, New York Super Cheesecake Donut, number one donut worldwide. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. Ramona thinks the Oreo cookie donut uh, or any of its derivatives, but I don't, derivatives, but I don't know because she, uh, you know, she uh, wolfs one of those yeah, down and squirrels away and the other, the other and, and I never see those. So uh, I, don't, I don't even really know they yeah. exist, to be honest, uh, oh, other than she yeah. says so. And, and then uh, the, the hot original glaze come fresh off the press three times a day. Those are amazing. And then every holiday brings about new, exciting flavors. And I would imagine we have some Valentine's Day fair. Okay, uh, the first one is Hershey's Chocolate Chip uh, Caramel Cream. Oh, uh, okay, whoa, dipped, no, it's wait, whoa, 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 wait, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hershey's? I, I need you to say, and I may, I need okay. you to say it one more time, and I may need to go now. Okay, you ready? <laughs> yeah. Hershey's Chocolate Chip Caramel Cream. Are you kidding okay, me? It's dipped in Hershey's Caramel Cream and oh. chocolate. Oh, my God. And it's got chocolate chips. Okay. Oh my These are God. all heart-shaped, by the way. And then the second one is Hershey's Double Chocolate Kiss. It's glazed with Hershey's and By chocolate. the way, I know that many of you care about the heart-shaped, and you should, because it's Valentine's Day, and right. it's a great thing to do. Me, personally, I don't care what, what shape they shape make they that are. donut in. You can like when they come out, and there's a few that might not be really heart-shaped. Yeah. You'll take that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll take that caramel yeah. thing if they if they yeah. shape it like a square. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the next one is Hershey Double Chocolate Kiss. This one's dipped in, uh, it's got Hershey chocolate glaze on top. It's It's got chocolate in the inside. Are you kidding And it's got me? kisses put on it. The little candy. I love Hershey's chocolate kisses. Love okay. them. Addicted and to the them. The next one has got Hershey chocolate on top, and it's got regular white filling on the inside. The next one has strawberry filling uh-huh. on the inside. Hershey's strawberry and strawberry glaze on the outside. And then they have a strawberry ice donut with sprinkles and a regular uh, cream donut. Iced red with spray. Hey, Seminole Ted, yeah. today's a good day to die. <laughs> Donut pushing. Hey, hey um, I mean, are you uh, kidding me? That may be I the know. best selection ever. I know. That right there I know. Might, be, might be the finest selection ever. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's awesome. All right, let me get back to the phones. Uh, it is uh, Angry Lawyer up first. Angry Lawyer, Angry Lawyer. Good to have you, Angry Lawyer. This is the first radio show that gave me diabetes. Yeah, well, so. you know, there you go. That's what Seminole <laughs> Ted says. He says I'm the he's a, he has diabetes. He says I'm the uh, donut pusher, and he's always going to uh, sneak one. So, so I gave him <laughs> well, an old I, I gave him an old that. Native American slogan. Today is a good day to die. <laughs> That's true. You know, you're, you're a big Arby's fan. You know, every Thursday for the last seven years, um, and I told you this at uh, Twin Peaks. I did the same thing. You know, do some legal work, 3 o'clock, listen to your show, by 3.40s, um, 7 o'clock, go to uh, Malden Arby's and get four for eight, take them home, save one for the dog, take all the bottoms out, and throw them into the shed, because the possum lives there. Not the girlfriend, but the actual possum. 
Take the seat and bone. Angry Lawyer just said, Angry Lawyer just, <laughs> Angry Lawyer just said on radio in front of people all over America, and especially in this region, that he, uh, that he takes the bread, the bottom part of the bread from the sandwiches and throws it in the shed for the possum. And, and we are all instantly envisioning the uh, the uh, angry lawyer's partner, the possum, right. in, in chains in the, in shed. the shed. Oh, dear. No. It's, it's, it's not late that, now, angry lawyer. It's going to be late to backpedal out of that one now, my friend. <laughs> no, but the possum in the shed's name is my girlfriend's real name, Dawn. Oh, so, good. Yeah, throw it at the Dawn. So the possum, the actual possum gets called by the girlfriend's real name. The actual girlfriend only gets referred to as the possum. Is a possum. Correct. Correct. And one of the two is chained in the shed. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe both. Or maybe both. Maybe both are chained in the shed. That's a bad rumor. Bad rumor. (laughs) Uh, He's a lawyer. He'll get out of it. Unless she I actually is changed <laughs> I take the top seat of bun, the bottom seat of bun, yeah. and the middle bun I'd put in the middle, which was like an Arby's Big Mac. Okay. And then I'd chop it up and put horsey sauce on it. Yeah. And I would eat it like crazy, and then I'd watch whatever football game was on right. that night. Right. Um, the lady yesterday, what was her name? Margaret. The, uh, Margaret. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know her last name, so I would call her Miss Thompson. Because I'm a gentleman. Thompson. Miss Thompson. I've been volunteering for 15 years at several shelters. I tell you, the uh, spay and neuter thing, that's what you do. I The last shelter I volunteered at at Columbia, a woman came in and dumped some dogs off and said, oh, look how beautiful they are. And I was like, well, uh, get your kit. You get your dog fixed. A year later, comes back with another thing of dogs. She goes, oh, yeah, I know people want this. So I grabbed her and I said, let's walk back here to the back room. And she goes, why? And she's like, back room, I said, this is where we're going to kill six dogs at five thirty. Make room for your dogs. And then she started crying. And then I and I started cussing. And then and the woman that ran the thing said, "The only reason we ain't going to get rid of you is because you're volunteer a month, like six months out of the year." So spay and neuter your kids. Your, your kids. Your kids. You know, probably. Oh yeah, but you know what? But, you really better check that shed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Yeah, he helps people change tires. That's an end. Well, all those kind of people have covers, Ramona. Yeah. That's what I say. That's an end. I want everybody to send $5 to an organization. That's $5 that you spend on DoorDash when you can't go to McDonald's to get your two McDoubles. Yeah, 100%. Um, Send $5 to an organization. I mean, that's a good organization. Yes, it's tremendous, doing tremendous it. work. And you send $10 Absolutely. a month. You commit to that. You, I know you can afford it I am a million times over. a lot of money there. Thank you. Um, the score got me. Um, you know, I'm a degenerate gambler. You know yeah. that? In fact, I put the over and under at three and a half on how many times Paul would say. But anyway, <laughs> and he said it five times. So, uh, so I, had to, I had to take $10 out of my left pocket and put $11 into my right pocket. But uh, the, uh, the, the last score got me, like Roy said, was that Cincinnati and the Patriots, Christmas Eve, is 22 to 18. And what people don't realize is it's such an odd, for that to happen, 
and uh, Super Bowl versus entire NFL. If it was super, if it was just Super Bowl, it would be plus three hundred minus five hundred because that's only fifty six games to deal yeah. with. Because statistically, yeah, no, I that's right. Myself, that's right. You know, statistically, um, and that's a terrible bet if you're if you're betting plus because it ain't going to happen. I well, mean, again, the one thing, the one thing I will say in terms of increased likelihood, you know, if you if you uh, read what the originators of uh, Scorigami suggest. They suggest that it, you know, it hasn't been done often in history because, of, first of all, it's a game that doesn't have ones as a scoring uh, method, and that's true. But it also cites the fact that uh, safeties are rare and uh, two-point conversions are rare. The the good news for the fans of uh, Scorigami victory and futures is that uh, the two-point conversions are becoming uh, more common, as I think the safeties even are. So... You know, it, it, and in this particular game, you have two sort of oddball coaches, and so I, I think if there, if it was ever going to happen in in a in a Super Bowl again, this would be a, a a possible game that it could happen in. And that's why I listened to the show because you said exactly what I was thinking, which which is scary because you know twenty eighteen it was uh, <laughs> you know it was it was. Burrow touchdown, missed PAT. Burrow touchdown, missed two-point conversion. I remember this off my head. Field goal, Burrow uh, touchdown kick, 22 to nothing. And then Burrow threw, an, threw another touchdown to the wrong team, 22 to six. And then Mac Jones touchdown, 22 to 12, missed a two-pointer. And then uh, missed two-pointer on the touchdown, 22 to 18. I drew up my own set of numbers. It was uh, you know one to 200 to get to 22. Because I'm a statistics guy, one in maybe 4,500 to get to 18. You multiply that together, that's that's you know 100,000 yeah. plus 100,000. So if you're going to bet on this, bet that it's not a score guy. So the last thing I want to ask you off the air. Thank you for the time. And Ramon, you'll get that uh, crisp gift card if I get back to <laughs> in time. Is do you think Monty Lee is going to be a big plus? Carolina baseball, and I'll take it off the air. Thank you for the time. Thank you, Angular. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about Monty Lee on the way in, uh, you know, the other day, and Bach just taken over here. And and the thing I kept thinking about Monty Lee is all he ever talked about is free 90. Free 90, free 90, free 90. You can't give a free 90. No free 90. This is, this is what he did, Ramon. This is why he's not here anymore. No free 90s, no free 90s, no free 90s, can't give free 90s, can't give free 90s, no free 90s, can't give free 90s. And then uh, and then the reality set in of what actually happened when, when Clemson baseball played. Give free 90s, 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 give free 90s. I mean, it, 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 that's a terrible disconnect. You can't talk about not giving free 90s all the stinking time and then do nothing but give free 90s. <laughs> that's that's how you get fired. Honestly, that's how you get fired. And so uh, I don't know. I, 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 look, I think he's a decent baseball guy, um, and uh, and we'll see. He can't he can't hurt. Hey, yeah. Before you go, I want to thank Jay for the ice cream. Oh yeah, I wanted to say it too. Yes. Uh, yeah, Alina Jay, uh, nice enough to drop by cool. some uh, ice cream for us. Very kind. We will and, enjoy and thoughtful. It. Even knew our flavors. Yes, I How know. About that? Isn't that cool? Yep. Uh, thank you, Elena J. Thank you very much. Uh, Darren in Pickens. Darren, how are you? Hey, Walt. Hey, Darren. Hey, I just wanted to 
I just want to say, how about them Gamecocks? Yeah, woo! Go Gamecocks! Now, Walt, I'm just getting ready for next year. <laughs> when, they, when, when, when they win, when yeah, when they win, win ten games next year, I'm get just practicing. I'm getting ready. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, you know, I just want to give in. Uh, it's hard for me to call in because I'm working two jobs now and I can't hear you like I used to. But I'm gonna go ahead and give you my prediction for the Super Bowl since it's already. Since it's already scripted anyway. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, <laughs> that's right. Uh, 37 34 Philly. That's, I, that's I like what uh, they said. Yeah, everybody says it's going to play out like that, and it's already been set, so I'm going to go with what they've said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you are going with the uh, range score of 37 34. Yeah, yeah, a range score. Right. That's okay. right. right. So, who, who am I to go against that? Right, you know? exactly, exactly. <laughs> I may have to go with that too, since that's the range uh, score. Boy. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and one more thing. Well, yeah. yeah, I just want to invite you over. Uh, if you're not doing it, well, I know you're going to be watching the game Sunday, but uh, our church in Easley is having this big, massive tailgate party at New Image Church, man. And uh, we're having million pounds of chili and a contest and wow. all, all kind of foods and everything. So you, if you want to drop by for a little while, come on, man. New Image <laughs> Church and Easley. Uh, dude, I appreciate the invite. Thank <laughs> R- you, dude. Uh, R- R- Ramona too. Thank you, Darren. I, <laughs> Thank you, Darren. I, I can tell you this. I can tell you this, Ramona. If if it was actually a team I cared about in the Super Bowl and things weren't going well, they wouldn't want me anywhere near a church. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> a lot of language. That's right. That's right. Uh, all right, uh, Ed, you're coming up. But uh, next up should be uh, Coach Brad Brownell will have uh, when we return after this brief commercial interlude. March 11th is the day. It's Race for the Green. We do this every spring, kind of kickstart the whole sesquicentennial celebration. It is our 150th birthday right here in Seneca. You need to sign up. RunSignUp.com. I'd like to thank our partners, Upstate Medical Associates, Santee Cooper, 313 Cafe. That's where we do the prepackaged pickup on Fridays. And also Julian Davis. He's doing the best dressed, and you never know. Julian Davis, sometimes from the Allstate Agency, gives away cash prizes, so you never know what he may give away. Bradley's Jewelers, your hometown jeweler, is giving away a beautiful emerald necklace. They always have that great swag for the racers. Beach towels, truckers hats this year, race shirt, a medal just for completing the 5K or half marathon, and even the fun run for 12 and under. Check out our website for all this information at www.seneca.sc.us or Seneca Facebook page, Seneca SC Events. It's Race for the Green, March 11th. Come on, sign up today. You can spend the new year on the water. Clemson Marina is here to get your family into the boat you have always wanted. Whether it's a 23 Triton fishing boat or one of our other great brands or models, we have you covered. At Clemson Marina, our certified techs will keep your Triton fishing boat running smoothly all season long. We also offer boat rentals, on-the-water dining at the grill, and a hassle-free boating alternative at Freedom Boat Club. Clemson Marina, your authorized Triton boat stealer. 
How would you like to drive a new car with no payments for three full months? That's exactly what you can do when your car loan is with State Credit Union. Visit one of their 19 branches or their website for details. Apply for your new car loan online at scscu.com. That's scscu.com. Offer not available for internal refinances. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by the NCUA. I'm Eddie Bennett. Bennett Equipment has helped build the upstate for the last 23 years by renting and selling construction equipment. And when it comes to compact equipment, the best in the industry is Takeuchi. The lineup of track skid steer loaders, excavators, wheel loaders, and hundreds of attachments make the choice easy. So come and see why so many choose to buy it or rent it from Bennett and experience the Takeuchi difference in the upstate, western North Carolina, and North Georgia. Winning multiple Ford President's Awards and top-notch online reviews are two reasons why George Coleman Ford should be your choice for your next new or pre-owned vehicle. Every week, customers like you post online reviews raving about the buying experience at George Coleman Ford. It's like nothing they've experienced. No hidden fees and straight-up honest customer service. And with new inventory arriving monthly, George Coleman Ford is committed to satisfying you. The best is found in Traveler's Rest, George Coleman Ford. Valentine's treat her to a day of relaxation and rejuvenation at Lilia Day Spa, Anderson's premier spa. Their therapists are ready to restore her mind, body, and spirit in a relaxing and private environment. Select from the Sweet Treat Package, the Be Mine Package, Cupid's Holiday, or the Sweetheart Package. Or let Lilia Day Spa create something special for her. A gift certificate from Lilia Day Spa is ideal for Valentine's and shows her you care. 116 Benson Street, downtown Anderson. Lilia Day Spa, Anderson's premier spa. Ordinary heating and cooling systems last on average about 12 years. A water furnace geothermal system lasts on average 24 years, twice as long as your aging heat pump or furnace. Geo saves up to 70% on monthly energy costs. And the best part? Federal and state tax credits provide 55% of your new Geo system costs. Blue Ridge Electric members get an additional rebate and can finance the system on their power bill. Learn more at ClemsonGeo.com. That's ClemsonGeo.com. Live and local sports talk coming to you from the Upcountry Fiber Studios. This is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Serving the five counties of the South Carolina Upstate, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Your game day connection to Clemson football. All day, every game. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. Walt up to the Road Rage. We are back, and we are privileged to be joined by head coach of the Clemson men's basketball team, uh, head coach Brad Brownell again. Coach, it's as always great to have you, Coach. Appreciate you joining us. Yeah, good to be with you, Walt. It, Coach, are you enjoying this marathon of a uh, of a regular season? Uh, how 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 are the boys doing at this point? You you ready to get back and run the picket fence Saturday? That's right. <laughs> yeah, no, we're doing fine. Um, 
it is a long season. I mean, it's, you know, for whatever reason, basketball season keeps going the other way. We keep moving practices. You know, we start practice now at the end of September, and obviously games moved up November 4th, 5th, whatever it is. Um, you know, I remember back in the day when we didn't start until October 15th or October 1st, and we didn't start games till November 15th or November, you know, uh, 22nd, something like that. But uh, so it makes for long seasons for sure. But, uh, you know, we're doing well. I think, you know, we, we um, got a couple days rest uh, after uh, the weekend game with Miami. We got, we got off Sunday. We did some skill work on Monday. We were off Tuesday. And now we've got, you know, practice Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to get ready for, for uh, North Carolina. But, uh, you know, we needed some of it. We still got some guys that are, you know, nursing some, some injuries. But uh, it's good for us. Yeah, I thought it seemed like to me that the break came at a good time uh, based on the injuries you described. Um, uh, so are, are, are the guys starting to feel a little better? I mean, uh, I, did, you know, a guy that we haven't spoken about recently, but it seemed like he had played really well all year and then struggled of late is Ian Shefflin. Yeah. Yeah, he has struggled a little bit here in the last, you know, probably three of the last four games he hasn't played as well. Obviously, the Duke game, he played great. Um, and I don't know why that is. Ian's one of those guys that, you know, we're still trying to build his confidence. I think he's a better player than he thinks he is sometimes. Um, he's, you know, he's a terrific kid. Um you know, he's very humble, but like there's, there's an edge that sometimes he has. And sometimes it seems like he doesn't have when he gets on that court and we're just trying to keep him aggressive and confident and, you know, playing with some thrust, uh, and some physicality. And, and, uh, you know, when he does that, I think he's, he really helps our team, um, you know, because of his ability to pass and he's got good hands and, and he knows what to do. And I don't think he gets too nervous or anything like that. Um, he just, you know, he just played very poorly in the stretch at Boston college in the first half. And then, you know, he was just okay. Probably in the Miami game, uh, Miami game was a little tougher matchup for him. Um, you know, that they have an undersized four. And so that, that was a little harder matchup. Yeah. You know, I I don't know. To me, the BC game is just like a throwaway. They're just games that happen that you can't explain. I know they're pretty good defensively, but I, I don't know. I feel like you play that game another 10 times. You win every time. I just think that happens in basketball sometimes. But the Miami game, uh, you know, I I knew going in that quickness was going to be a little bit of an issue. I I think that's one of the quicker teams in in the league. And, you know, and and as I remember back early in the season, I I thought you had a little bit of trouble with, with, even though they're not the same caliber team, with Louisville's quickness. Yeah. No, I, no, I agree hundred percent. And you know, it's crazy is, you know, after the game, I, I said to the media that I, you know, I thought we played pretty well. Yeah. Like we didn't, we didn't play poorly. Um, Miami's a really good team and they made some shots and, you know, um, because of their quickness, they're going to beat you sometimes and you're going to have to help. And then that's going to, you know, if they're, they're able to make passes and, and then, you know, a resulting shot, they're going to be hard to guard. And, you know, I, I don't know what our fans thought, but, you know, as soon as I watched them smash Duke on Monday night, it's like, <laughs> well, yeah, I guess those guys were pretty good, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's like I told people, hey, we played pretty well right. now. Like, we, you know, we didn't win the game. Sometimes you do play well, and the other team either plays a little bit better or that, you know what, they got some really good players that make a, make a play or two down the stretch and finish off a game. And that's really what happened. Like, they, 
They finished off the game with some big-time plays down the stretch. They made their free throws. They did all the things that you, that an older veteran team does. And, you know, we did it a couple times on the road at Tech and at uh, Pitt. Um, it, I thought it was a well-played game. I thought it was a well-played game. I wish we would have guarded a little bit better. Um, thought there were a couple things we could have done a little better to, to maybe hopefully frustrate them. But certainly their quickness and their guard play – and that night their shooting is, you know, can be very problematic. They're a good team. Yeah, they, they are. They're a dangerous bunch. Uh, in, in regards to Chase, we talked about this before, about Chase being a guy who can create his own at the end. He can, you know, we've seen him make these end-to-end runs. Uh, Florida State just couldn't get in front of him in the second half, and he, he took it upon himself and and uh, and really won that game. Now, since then, uh, you know, he's, he's tried some of the same things, and – with maybe not quite as much success. I think these teams have done a better job. Uh, I don't want to say leveling them off because I don't know they've done that, but they've, they've challenged him maybe a little more at the finish. Um, what does he need to do to get, because you need that element, but does he also, he's a guy who can bring the collapse, the defense, bring the defense to him. Does he, yeah. does he need to look to distribute a little more at the end? Well, I think he needs to relax a little. Uh, I think he puts a little pressure on himself, um, you know, and there's no question, you know, we don't win the pit game at Pitt, and we don't win the Florida state game at Florida right. state. Right. The well, only guy that gave a chance to win was him. I yeah. mean, he made, he made multiple plays at the end of both of those games to win the game for us. It's been a little frustrating because I, he has not shot the ball nor finished as well in ACC play as I think he can. Um, I think he's putting some pressure on himself. Um, you know, it's crazy. We start to Boston College second half, and he has two wide-open threes and a wide-open 12-foot jump shot and misses all three. And it's like, man, that, that was the first time I started to think, uh-oh, this might not be our night. You know, it's right, like we, right. we got we to gotta get this going here a little bit. And then even against Miami, he got to the rim, probably or the front of the basket, maybe not the rim, three or four more times, and he just didn't finish. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, he goes three for 12, and he re- very easily could have been six for 12. And it's like that changes the game. I mean, it, we probably win the game. And it's sometimes it's as simple as that, is is finishing a couple plays through contact or just, you know, he. I think sometimes he, he takes off a little too far out. I'd like to see him occasionally play a little more off two feet, take an extra dribble and draw a few more fouls, be a little more of a power player around the paint. He's more athletic. Um you know, some of that is just him getting comfortable kind of when he gets sped up because he, he has to get going pretty fast to to make plays at the rim. And occasionally you can go and get going so fast that you don't quite finish. And so we obviously have been working on that within the last, you know, probably a couple, three weeks. Um, but I think that's an important step for us going forward. Like for us to beat really good teams in this league, Chase Hunter's got to be more efficient. And, you know, he was terrific. Uh, at Florida State, and not just the scoring at the end of the game, but he had six assists, and he, yeah. and he started the game by drawing defenders and kicking it to Hunter Tyson for threes. And, you know, I thought a little bit at Boston College, he still has a mindset every once in a while where he's a little too aggressive to score and maybe could, like, find guys occasionally because I think his passing is really good. And right. when he does that, I think he plays better. Um, when he gets other guys involved, and then he picks his spots. I think he's more efficient as a player. So we've talked a lot and watched a lot of film regarding that. Yeah, that's sort of what I was talking about. I, you know, and I, I, 
I don't know, maybe some of that was inspired by how readily he accomplished it against Florida State. Miami has a lot of live athletic bodies and I think did a better job at least challenging. He didn't get all the way to the rim, as you said. Some of those were, you know, little three and four footers that that rolled off. Let, let me ask you this, though. On on P.J. Hall, a couple things on, on P.J. <clears throat> One, I, I know... I know you want him to uh, to offensive rebound a little more aggressively, but at the same time, you're you're always yeah. concerned about court balance and and that element. How do you how do you mold both of those when you know PJ's uh, foot speed in terms of getting back defensively? Yeah, if he's yeah. Uh, stuck under the rim. Yeah, it's a problem. I mean, that's you know his one weakness as a player is his foot speed. Um, and his ability to change ends, um, you know, is probably average at best. And uh, that's something because of his injuries that's, you know, it's just, it's not going to get better for a while, right? Like it's, it's some of it, you know, I, I looked at some film with him last of last year and I, you know, when he was healthy, he was moving a little better. Um, I think we all forget. And I reminded him this, this week, like, you know, I think PJ's had a good year. You know, he hasn't had a great, great year. Um, I think there's still time for him to finish the year in a great way. Uh, but it's been it. This has been really hard for him. Way, way more challenging than people realize. He's so talented, and he makes some things look easy. We all forget that, like the guy didn't have much off season, if any. I mean, the guy didn't work on his game this summer. He was constantly, uh, yeah. you know in a boot or, you know, laid up and he couldn't work on his jump hook. He couldn't work on his shooting. He, you know, about all he could do was shoot a couple free throws and a couple one hand shots around the rim. Then all fall, it was really the same thing for most, you know, most of the fall. And so it's hard to improve your game. It's hard to get comfortable. And then to be honest with you, it took the guy, you know, six weeks to get comfortable, to get, you know, to where he felt like he wasn't, you know, trusting his knee and his feet and just, and so it's just taken him a long time, which we knew it would, um, to get himself in a good mental space, right, to be a competent player. And uh, and so I, I say all that to say one of the things that probably is the slowest to develop back is just, hey, conditioning, foot speed, real popping your legs to, to, to have a, a good jump. And so sometimes, you know, we try to do things to limit his reps. You know, on free throws, when we're shooting a free throw – Nine times out of ten, I tell him, go ahead and get back. Like, we don't need you up on the line. Right. I don't right. want you getting over the back foul. You're, I mean, we shoot 85% of the time. We make most of the free throws. Like, let's just get you back and get you set defensively so you're ready to play and not having to, you know, wear and tear on your, your legs another rep every time. And so we're doing that constantly to try to help him. You know, when he's under the basket, he needs to, he needs to go after more balls. He's just He's not a natural rebounder. Um, some of it is foot speed, some of it's agility, some of it's just tenacity. Um, so when he's in the high post, he's not naturally diving down in there to go get a bunch of balls. It's just not who he is or what he's comfortable doing. And so a lot of times it's just, hey, you might as well go get back. Go ahead and get back, get our defense set. Because what people don't realize, if he gets outrun, then we're five on four and we got to do guard kick out, guard's got to protect right. the rim. We're more susceptible to giving up threes, transition to numbers. And even if he is back, you know, 70% of the time, he's probably got to guard an initial ball screen. And so if he's not ready, 
he's not going to be in position to guard the initial ball screen and transition. And so that's so much of what the game is. You're better off getting him back and getting him set. All right, let me talk about P.J., the offensive skill guy, because he just still has yep. tremendous offensive skills. And it, it seems to me that almost every time the ball goes into him, you get a good shot. I know this team can score. I know they can shoot. And I know the analytics of the three. And I know I know all that. Are there times where you go five, six minutes and you forget about him? And if the three points, three pointers aren't going in, you get in a little trouble because you go through these uh, these offensive droughts of late. Where I, I don't know, it just seems to me like there are times that you, you know, <laughs> back in the day when a big worked for uh, for position and got a seal and put his arm up, uh, you fed him the ball. It, it, are yeah. there are there times this team seems reluctant to make the post entry passes or or not confident enough to make those yeah, passes? I, I don't I don't think I think occasionally some of our it's more our couple of our three point shooters feel like I'm going to make the shot. Okay, and so it, it's more their their confidence than than maybe um, you know it's certainly not. A lack of confidence in PJ. We all know PJ is a great player, and and we want to get him the ball as much as possible. I do think that there are times when Brevin and Hunter Tyson and uh, you know those guys probably occasionally shoot one when, and I know they do when when PJ could be open inside too, and sometimes they make it yeah. right, and sometimes they don't. And I do think there's a very fine line, and it's kind of understanding the game a little bit of like. We, we just went three possessions and we missed a couple. We didn't score. We took two threes. You know, Hunter, I know you're shooting 41% from three, but that <laughs> probably needs to go inside first, right? And that's that. there's a yin and yang there. Yeah. It's challenging, right? Yeah. Because, you know, you've got good players on the perimeter. You don't want those guys, like, hesitant either. Right. So, um, it is a fine line. I do think, you know, I know we missed him. Alex Hemingway missed him on, on a play, and, and Hunter Tyson missed him on a play in the second half, in the last, you know, six minutes of the game, and I wasn't very happy about it, right? I mean, it, it was, you know, Alex just missed him because he probably hadn't played as much and kind of forgot to give him the long look, and he was kind of open late and missed him, and Hunter just shot one, right? He just felt like, I'm going to raise up and shoot this in, and, you know, that's a little more challenging because Hunter's made a lot of shots for us this year, and he's an aggressive player. And um, But there is a little bit of that that we've got to, you know, We've got to fine tune, and we've got you know. I do think some of our other guys occasionally it's there is some fear of turning the ball over too in, in some of the high level passing and right. the, you know big guy passing to big guy who aren't quite as skilled. Ian's better than RJ. Um, occasionally that happens, um, you know. So it, it's a little bit probably a little little more difficult than people realize. Um, but we've got to make sure that PJ Hall gets plenty of touches. And I think, by and large, most games he does. Yeah, I think that's true. It just seems to me like there have been a couple stretches recently where the three-pointers weren't going in and where he went, you know, periods of time without getting touches. And, you know, maybe that's the time. That uh, that he yep. needs to get. Him. Let me ask you quickly about this North Carolina team. Obviously, they've had their own uh, struggles of late. Uh, lost three in a row. Um, you know, it's a team that offensively at times can be scary. I think they scored sixty points in the second half of the Wake Forest game after getting way down. But defensively, they'll they'll give you some stuff. I don't, I don't think they're great on ball screen defense uh, overall. I think Davis is pretty good, but. 
the rest of them, I, they seem to get lost defensively at times. I know they have size, Bacon and Nance. Uh, what do you see in this bunch as you head to Chapel Hill uh, Saturday? Well, we know it's going to be a hornet's nest now. I mean, they've lost three in a row and, and uh, probably aren't, you know, too happy about it. And, and I'm sure they, you know, Hubert's got their attention and they're going to come out, you know, firing. It's an important game for both teams. And, and uh, you know, both teams need to come with competitive spirit. I think they certainly will. I, I You know, I just think at times it's hard when you, when you have the kind of success that they had last year, um, Sometimes it almost feels like, hey, we just we just want to get back to the tournament and try to win the whole thing. That's really what this is about. But it's not as easy as that. You got to go through the gauntlet of the season, and and uh, you know, I, and I think that can be part of it, right? It, it's a challenge every night to to compete. And obviously, when you're North Carolina, you go into Georgia, you go into Clemson, you go into you know Georgia Tech, you go to to Wake Forest like the other night. I mean, it's going to be a sold out atmosphere that the crowd is going to be electric people are going to be into the game the get the team you're playing is going to be fired up to play you're not going to sneak up on anybody and there's probably a little bit of that that's happened as well but they're plenty talented um when they want to and they're playing well they're they play as well as almost anybody i mean they've got players all all across that can score that can create problems for you um and obviously the big fella inside baycoat is he's a dominant big man yeah, like, you know, they got behind Wake by 25 points, but they rallied and cut that thing to six or eight late. And I, I think they scored mm-hmm. 60 points in the second half on the road. So, the, you know, there's no question they can uh, they can score. Is there anything in this league this year thus far that, that has surprised you from your preseason expectations? In the league? Yeah. Teams? Yeah, just in general. Um, not really. I, I mean, I... I like every year. I think the, you know, I think what happens, there's just, this is, you know, it's the same thing as like the league is better than people think it's better than it was in November. I mean, Boston college didn't have Quentin post for a bunch of games in November and December. And so, yeah, now you get a seven <laughs> guy back that averages 18 points a game and makes yeah. threes. And, you know, Hey, they beat Clemson and they beat Virginia tech. And, you know, even though they lost the, whoever it was, New Hampshire or somebody. That, We're hey, completely that, different that, that post, that post dude sort of kicked your A a little bit. <laughs> He's a good player. I mean, he is like, I was incredibly impressed. I knew it was leading up to the game, watching the film, how good he is. But holy cow, you see him in person. <laughs> He's got poise. He's a good I mean, passer, good. too. He's a good passer. Yeah. You know, they, they... So I just, like, that's my frustration with the whole, everything that goes on with how everybody's rated and, November and December, and you know it's just it's a hard deal. But yeah. you know, Florida State's better now. They got the Miller kid who was out for the first two months. You know, who's a good six eleven, another guy that they just had no depth early, and now they're they're back to getting some depth, and so they're playing better. And there's just a lot of that that goes on that you can't account for, and so um, that part's frustrating a little bit. But we can't control that. We can just do what we do. And we got to finish this year the right way. Yep. Good luck, Coach. Always great speaking with you. Uh, Enjoy the trip to Chapel Hill. Go get a big win. Sounds good. Thanks, Walt. Thanks, Coach. Quick break. We'll be back. I'm Richard Thompson of Thompson & King Law Firm, and I believe that every person has a God-given desire to work. That's why I take Social Security and workers' compensation cases very seriously, because most folks don't really want to think they're disabled. They hesitate to file for disability, and when they're turned down, they hesitate to appeal their case. But they are disabled. If you're presently unable to work on a daily basis, even if you don't fully understand the cause, come see me. I'll take your case seriously. I know you do. 
but Thompson King Law Firm, 222-0200. We're your locally owned Benjamin Moore retailer. We're your store for quality with brilliant and durable paints in a variety of sheens and thousands of colors. We're your store for service with one-on-one advice for contractors and homeowners. We're your local experts, and we're here to help you with all your painting projects. Benjamin Moore. Come see us at Carter Color Company, 1067 Tiger Boulevard, Clemson. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. And they're designed by real language teachers, so you learn how to have real-world conversations, things you'll actually use. It's incredible. After using Babbel, I'm ready to start having real conversations in French. There's all kinds of ways to learn. Use Babbel's podcasts or games or videos. You can even join live classes with a language teacher. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Evidemment. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Hey, this is Coach Dabo Sweeney of the Clemson Tigers. Fall is the time to enjoy great football with family and friends, but underage drinking should never be a part of the scene. Underage drinking is against the law, and that includes providing alcohol to anyone under 21. It is never okay to provide alcohol to minors. Upstate alcohol enforcement teams are enforcing underage drinking laws this football season. Help keep those under 21 safe and alcohol-free. Check out phoenixcenter.org for more info. Buying a newer pre-owned vehicle can be a challenging task. The George Coleman Ford team strives to change that. Perhaps that's why their online reviews and multiple Ford President's Awards speak volumes. And with new inventory arriving monthly, you can find the vehicle you've been looking for or have George Coleman Ford order one for you. Never any hidden fees or phantom charges at George Coleman Ford. Plain and simple, old-fashioned, honest business. The best is found in Traveler's Rest. George Coleman Ford. The Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits. Perfect for seeing Taylor Swift The Eras Tour. Presented by Capital One. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Valentine's is approaching fast, so be ready for that special day. Rooster's Men's Grooming Center has everything that you need to look your best for your special date. Get anything from a haircut or neck trim to a seven-step facial shave. This modern classic barber shop has everything you need to look your best. Call 864-884-8920 for your next appointment. Or use the new Rooster's app to see more of the services they provide. Located on Pelham Road in Greenville. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. 
ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Are you in need of a moving service? Are you in need of a junk removal service? College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving has you covered. Looking for help loading or unloading a truck? Items moved around in your home or office or complete moving service? Give us a call. We also offer complete packing service. Looking to start spring cleaning early? College Hunks can help you there too. From one piece to an entire house with a 4.9 Google rating, you can't go wrong. Give us a call at 864-772-9242 or go to College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving online. Level up your evening commute with Road Rage. Walt Deptula brings the heat when it comes to talking all things sports. Bring in the heat. It just speaks for itself. You guys are the best, man. And that's real talk. Let's go! Check it out weekdays 3 to 7 p.m. Only on 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Where it began I can't begin to know it but then I know it's growing strong Hands Touching hands Reaching out Touching me Touching you Sweet Caroline, so good, so good. We are back. And, uh, you know, a couple things. Uh, one, I just, the, the mouse just uh, ran off, Ramon. <laughs> what? What happened? Mouse it's ran off. The table? Yeah, the mouse is uh, gone. I, I don't know where it is. I can't even find it. <laughs> the mouse. Yeah, the mouse the mouse flew off. Yeah, apparently I uh, I uh, I grabbed it here with the. How do you do that? Yeah, I don't there? know. I don't know. It, it happens every once in a while, but in this particular case, the the mouse uh, I think might have escaped the building. Uh so uh, so there's that. Um, on what we just discussed with Coach Brownell, and thank you uh, to Ben for uh, Ben Withrow for helping us uh, get Coach on, and uh, and for uh, Coach coming on to join us as always. But you know. One of the things I talked about at the towards the end was th- this this issue with feeding PJ versus the analytics of the three and having guys who can shoot the three who shoot it well and the the balance that you have to try and strike he called it the yin yang uh, in terms of what you do and how you do it and I and I I I you know and I've said those things I, I get all that. I get when you have a shooter like a Hemingway or a, or a Hunter Tyson that has a good look from three. You know, those are good shots. Those are shots that often result in three. And three is is still better than two. 
I think the but, though, is that there have been times recently where this team has not shot the ball as well from three. As a team, has not shot it as well, but has kept shooting them. And and there have been times during those stretches that, that Hall hasn't touched the ball. And I think that's the... That's the balance you have to strike somehow. I don't think you can go, and to my way of thinking, I don't think you can go four or five minutes, unless you're on fire from three, then you can do whatever you want. But I don't think you can be shooting the ball in a pedestrian manner from three and go five minutes without Hall touching the ball. Because I think that's where you get in trouble. Because because Hall is going to give you a high percentage shot every single time. Not that those shots aren't. But these are even higher percentage shots when Hall is around the basket and finishing and frequently gets to the foul line, too. And he makes his free throws. He's a big who makes his free throws. And I, I think there have been times of late where, and, and, and look, some of this might be that Hemingway wasn't in the mix until the last couple of games as well. And that is in part responsible for why the league three-point shoot, shoot, three shooting in league games has not been as good is because you haven't had Hemingway who's still the purest shooter on the team if his feet are set. Um, even purer than Hunter Tyson. Uh, but the point to me is that there have just been a couple of these games recently where you go these long stretches of time where the shooting is suspect and Hall isn't touching the ball. And, and I don't think you can have suspect without Hall touching the ball. You know, I think the, the, the ball's got to go into him. And, again, when he works for a seal, and I have seen times where the passer has been reluctant to to, to dump it into him. And, and again, some of it is you, there's, there's an urgency to it. When, when, when a guy like Hall works for a seal and puts his hand up, you've got to hit him then. It's not there 10 seconds later. You don't get to, like, him and Hall and think about it. It's, it's you know, you got to make that pass. And as I said before, the, the old basketball had fake a pass to make a pass. You can move the defense by just faking a pass and, and then make the th pass. But you've got to put something on it. It's up to him to catch it. As long as you throw, as long as you don't throw it at his feet or his knees or something, it's up to, it's up to him to catch it. But, but it's up to the passer to dump it into him. And I still think that, you know, look, the one thing I wanted to add to that was in a, in a and I forgot about, is that, you know, you can always get it back. You dump it into Hall, he can he can pass it back out, and he can repost. And, 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 and I admit that that's a hard balance to find. The reason it's a hard balance to find is because other guys are more productive this year. Hunter Tyson is a much better shooter this year. Alex Hemingway is a great shooter. Galloway can, can shoot. Chase Hunter can, can shoot. Other guys are, are much more productive this year. They're, they're, they're contributing in bigger ways and bigger roles. And so I, I understand that dynamic. I really do. I, I understand the dynamic of, you know, you don't, you don't want to just say to, hey, man, dump it into them. You know, and, and, and detract from their confidence or their willingness to shoot the ball. So it is a, it is a fine balance. And we've, we've talked about that element before. I still think, you know, again, if you're shooting the ball exceedingly well from three and stretches of the game, just keep shooting it. But if you're not, and Hall is working for a position, you know, here's another thing. If you don't dump it into him, at some point, Big will stop working as hard. You know, if he's working 
to get a seal and get his hand up and get position and you're not giving it to him, at some point you stop working as hard. And, 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 and I still think he has to be option number one because, I see, I think everything else can happen off of him. I mean, again, he, he can repo, he can throw it back out. He can repost. You know, you can still get those same good looks. Um, you know, this is a team that's been uh, that's been very willing to share the ball all year. There may have been a moment or two of selfishness recently. Moment or two. Um, so we'll see how that all plays out. Uh, obviously, it's a big game. North Carolina has lots of size. Uh, you know, with, with Nance and, and Baycott, they have lots of size. But, you know, I, I don't know. They're, they're scary offensively. They can they can do a lot of things offensively. I, I think defensively, they're pretty weak. I, 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 you know, look, obviously, if Leakley Black is healthy, he's a great perimeter defender. But, you know, R.J. Davis uh, is, is pretty good defending the ball screen. Uh, but the rest of the team, I, I I don't know. They when they move to help, they don't recover. They and and so what was what's key is I think against North Carolina is the extra pass, and and I think this is going to be important for Chase Hunter too because you know Appleby got anything he wanted against uh, against North Carolina, but he also uh, just destroyed them by getting dribble penetration, then floating the ball to to Biggs and other things. So. I think that you can, as long as you're willing to make an extra pass against North Carolina, I think you can beat them. I think that's going to be the key. I think the key here is going to be this needs to be a game for Clemson of teamwork. And it needs to be a game that that they share the basketball and make North Carolina's defense move their feet. All North Carolina wants to do is get is have you take a bad shot, a long shot, get the rebound, and run. That's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. I think if you force them to move their feet defensively and you make the extra pass, I think they become very, very suspect on that side of the the ball, that side of the court. I, again, I think offensively, look, there is some... Uh, I mean, Caleb Love has never seen a shot he didn't like. Against Wake Forest, he had 24 points and zero assists. 24 points and zero stinking assists. All right? They can score. I I don't, I think at times, uh, Love is shoot you in, shoot you out. But from a offensive standpoint, I think Clemson just needs to make them move their feet, make the extra pass. And I think Clemson will go there and not just cover. uh, I think they'll win. I think Clemson goes there and wins Saturday if they share the ball. Um, WCCPFM 105.5 Clemson, Greenville Anderson, WAHT AM 1560 Cowpens, 97.5 Spartanburg. We are the roar. UFC in a corner and say, you know what? If Dana White is still the face of your organization, we're not going to be in bed with you anymore. You can't do it if you're ESPN because you got no stones. The Cash In, weeknights at 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific on Sports Map Radio. Prime 
Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King starts now. We're bringing class back to primetime on the Sports Map Radio Network. It's got to be primetime. This is v Prime Primetime with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champ.